0: Welcome to the Waffle Shop podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
0: Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast designed to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, and life's minor inconveniences. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by an absolute legend, Queen of the Jungle, presenter, Samaritans ambassador, again, I'm going to say it again, absolute legend, Scarlett Moffat. Welcome to the Waffle Shop.
3: Wow, thanks, Taylor. Thank you. This
0: is I... a little bit of a pinch me moment. This is oh, great.
3: <laughs> I need you to just walk around with me, just walk around the streets hyping me up, being like, yes, Queen of the Jungle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know who you're talking to? This is the Queen of the Jungle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
3: I think I am royal no I'm not I actually when that first happened when I got crowned queen of the jungle I remember uh actually saying to my mum and dad can I put this on my cv I
0: would know I would, that would be straight on yeah. LinkedIn
3: yeah it's at the top top line I, mean,
0: I haven't mentioned this for the past five minutes but I'm a queen of the jungle
3: Yes. Yeah. Just, just... <laughs> just dropping that in there
0: honestly it's an absolute pleasure to be sat here and having a, obviously a waffle with you and for such a great cause as well, which obviously we'll we'll get into obviously in a little bit. But I start each show with a, a it's called the weekly waffle. So it's a chance for me to get something off my chest, purely for selfish reasons, stuff that's been winding me up. <laughs> so- Let it all
3: out Taylor, let yeah, it all you know, out. That's what
0: we're here talking, <laughs> it gets things off the chest, you know, all aspects, I'm a huge advocate for that. But the thing that has been winding me up this week, and I'm saying this because I've had a bad experience. You know, I was supposed to be starting this week in New York City, I didn't. I ended up doing the most depressed, probably weekly shop (laughs) you could ever imagine. But I have a problem with jobs worths. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, like I know everyone, if there's a job worth doing, you do it properly, I get that. But there's no need for like the sass and like the aggression. Like that little I man agree. at that airport, he was like, sir, you are not getting on that flight. He didn't have to attack me in a way that he did. No, <laughs> it isn't. No, the tears I... were literally filling up my mask. Oh. It was, I had snot bubbles all in there. It was horrendous.
3: I think what happens is, it's normally p- when people get given a high vis. I find this when people get given a high vis jacket, it just goes to their head. They, do you know, they start thinking they can make laws for this country, that, you know, that they're the boss, that you're the sorry people. That's what yeah. it feels like.
0: That's how I felt. That's how I felt. I'm oh, glad you agree with that because I was a little bit concerned about raising that because I didn't want to take digs at people, but it upset me.
3: Oh, I'm giving you a virtual hug.
0: Thank you, thank you. A so, a elbow. Yeah, a elbow. <laughs> Oh no, we're allowed to Look, hug now. Yeah, we're, we're allowed, allowed to hug, hug. now. We're
3: allowed to hug. I am um, mine's sort of similar, actually. So, <laughs> right, I love, I love all of the delivery drivers that come to this house. Right, I'm on first name terms <laughs> with all of them, and I've I've told them before, if if it looks like I'm like filming something or like I've got these headphones on. Just put it in the shed. Just put whatever it is I can in the see, shed. Just give
0: me the thumbs up.
3: <laughs> every, every time they'll look through the window and I'm like, I'm just busy. I'm just and they'll go, no problem. Ding dong. Ring the <laughs> doorbell. I'm like, no, I'm actually doing a I'm just doing something live. Right. I'm on Lorraine. I'm on Lorraine on ITV. Is it can you just every <laughs> and like so again they mean well, but uh but yeah, we, I feel like we've had this, and they're like, no problem, but then still ring the bell. Then my dog goes crazy, and yeah, that's should, my mind not, There's
0: now. just no need for it. There's no need for it. I mean, no. appreciate them. I appreciate, appreciate them. They're doing an incredible job. But I
3: Really appreciate them. Yeah. Just Come not when I'm now. doing live stuff.
0: Not when I'm under rain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've got headphones on.
0: <laughs> uh, well, do you know what? That I feel better already. Do you feel better?
3: Yeah, I, I honestly, I feel like a weight's being lifted off my shoulders there we go. <laughs> that's what we're here for.
0: That's, that's what this, <laughs> this is all about. <laughs> so I want to launch straight into this because, you, I mean, I've been watching Bits and Bobs recently. Obviously, you're a, an ambassador for the Incredible Samaritans. And, you know, I'm aware that they've helped you in the past. They've helped me in the past. And the work they do is phenomenal. I want to kind of go back to that, if that's okay. Obviously if you feel comfortable when you want to share it, like what have they done for you? And obviously how was, where, where was your head at when you needed to contact them?
3: Uh, I honestly don't know where I would be if it wasn't for Samaritans. And that sounds wow. really dramatic, but I've, I actually don't because at the time when I called them, which was about four and a half years ago, I just felt like I wanted to disappear for a while. Yeah, not, not forever, but just just for a while, because I just didn't know how to handle things. You know, I came out of the jungle, I got, off, got offered all these amazing jobs, like NTA, Saturday Night Takeaway, and I should have been floating on a cloud.
1: Yeah. And
3: part of my brain was, and then part of my brain didn't quite know how to handle all the negatives that came with them positives. So you know, when I, when I went in the jungle, I can't remember how many followers I had on Instagram, but it it definitely wasn't as many as I came out with. Yeah. And with that, with that came loads of trolling. All of a sudden the press, you know, everything that I'd done seemed to be a story. Lots of made up stories, which was really upset because I used to get myself frustrated thinking, well, how can people just print stuff when it yeah. isn't real? And um, now that I look back, I can sort of, laugh at this story but at the time I remember feeling I think it was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back I think lots of things had been bubbling up and there was a huge story where it was saying um you know uh rhinoplasty surgeons had said I'd gone too far with my surgery on my nose and I've never actually had surgery on my nose and you know what if I had that it would be my choice, it was my yeah. body. Yeah. But I hadn't, and I remember posting loads of pictures of me as a kid to say, like, look, this is just my nose, and, you know, people were commenting on my pictures saying, you look like Michael Jackson, you shouldn't be on the TV, you hurt my eyes, um, getting death threats and things. And I remember feeling so embarrassed that I, I remember going to the corner shop, um, and I was living down London by myself at the time, and every front page of a magazine was about my it's not a snow surgery that I had that I hadn't had but was really going deep like saying that I looked horrific and that I've ruined myself and I was a bad role model and I just remember running home and just getting into bed and not really getting out for a full week I remember I had some work to do and I'd get to the front door and I'd reach for the door handle And like, it would be as if my whole body just went uh, into shut down and I I just, I couldn't even turn the handle. And I remember one night spending about six hours Googling, trying to find a surgeon that would make my nose bigger. I remember thinking I need to make my nose look like, you know, and I actually always loved my nose. My nose was the one thing, you know, like that I actually like because my dad would always say, oh, you've got a Disney princess nose. And that was the one thing that whenever I looked in the mirror, I actually liked. And then I felt like that had been taken away from me. And, you know, with the pressures of telly, and I think just every woman and man, actually, just anybody at the minute was struggling with the weight. And I I was yo-yoing. And I just really didn't like the, the person that I seen. And, and I remember my mom and dad calling and calling and me saying, oh, I can't answer the phone right now. Uh, I'm really busy with work. And I wasn't. I was just in bed. And I remember just thinking, I just don't want to leave the house. Like, I just I just want to disappear. I just don't want anyone to talk yeah. about me anymore or I have an opinion. Um, and so. I, I dialed the number for Samaritans. I mean, it must have been 20 times. And I'd press call <laughs> and then I'd hang up and I'd be like, oh. Because I remember seeing a little ad on Instagram of them. And then I thought, just do it. And I remember when when I called and I heard this little voice of hope and and I give a fake name and I, I still laugh about this now. It's a bit of a, of a character building joke in my family now because I get called Charlotte Muffin. <laughs> Is panicked. that the name
0: you used?
3: Yeah, I just panicked and I was like, oh, it's uh, Charlotte Muffin. <laughs> Basically my name, but with a couple of missing letters. Um, and I spoke to the woman and I remember just this feeling of not being judged and being able to just rant and The thing is, like a lot of people always say, well, why didn't you speak to your family? Because I am very close with them, but I didn't want to be a burden at the time. They thought I was the happiest that I'd ever been. And I didn't want to let anyone down. I felt like I had no right to be upset. I felt like, you know, all these wonderful things had happened and who am I to be sad because there's lots of other people in the world who like, you know, have worse things going on. So I I felt guilty about that. And then once I spoke to Samaritans, I remember they just it was all they don't actually like I think people think you're going to call them and, you know, they're going to say, right, step one, do this. Step two. It's not like that. It's just a way to block out all of the noise and to just have somebody listen with no judgment and you end up It's a safe answering...
0: space isn't it it's a safe space <laughs> a and this is one dis- of the things especially when it comes to like mental health I feel like one of the biggest things is that people just want to feel heard like you said like you've got all this incredible stuff going on but you're still feeling these very human emotions yeah. and it's like you're kind of being made to feel guilty and it's like it's it's so surreal because it's like, especially in this day and age, like everyone's like, you know, promoting like be kind and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, am I allowed to say I'm not happy? Am I allowed yeah. to say I'm scared? Like it's so, and I feel like that's what the Samaritans have done. They've created this space that's just like, there's no judgment. There's no like, we're not going to sit here and point fingers at you. Just talk, get it off your chest. Yeah.
3: And And I remember, you know, f- sleeping after that phone call, like having like an actual good sleep for like i hadn't had a good sleep for the past three weeks um so i called them as soon as i woke up the next day i called samaritans again and that sort of gave me the strength to then speak to my family and my friends and then i spoke to my gp i got uh cbt therapy which is like cognitive behavioral therapy yes massively helped me sort of like learn how to cope with things in my mind um but i just urge anyone who's feeling you know, Samaritans are there for that sort of like people think they're just there for that last part of call where, you know, everything's going really wrong. But I'd urge anyone, Samaritans are there for that. But also, as soon as you start to have a little worry, as soon as you start feeling lonely or you're worried about finances, don't let it build up and build up. Yeah. Samaritans are there straight away. No problem is too small. If it's if it's a big enough problem that you're worried about it, then then that's fine, call them and no judgment. No one's going to go, oh, you're just calling for that. No one's going to think <laughs> that because we would rather you call before it gets too big, Yeah, that it feels like you can't handle it. So, yeah, please. That's why I wanted to tell my story and that's why I sort of like felt like now was the right time to, to talk about because, again, for so long I felt like people would be like, well, what have you got to be sad about, you know? And so I just wanted people to see, because I still now sometimes on Instagram, I'll compare myself to people and I'll think, wow, they've just really got their shiz together. (laughs) Like, you know, they're just so proactive and they look really good and they're making like healthy meals all the time. And there's some days still where, you know, I'm happy that I've just got out of bed, brushed my teeth, put some fresh clothes on. And that's what I'm urging people to understand that what you see on social media is not true. And that's why I try and give as true like events as I can. Like, so if yeah. I am doing nothing that day, I'll go, hi guys, just so you know, I hope you have a lovely day. I'm doing nothing today. So
0: that's it's too boring There's to John C <laughs> there is something beautiful though about being being bored like I feel like we don't allow ourselves to be bored anymore because I mean we're constantly competent like oh god look that person's gone to the gym that person's doing this yes. like I don't want to do that <laughs> but so why am I sitting here feeling bad like if I want to do nothing and sit and watch Shit's Creek on Netflix and yeah. <laughs> no,
3: then so, I'm, I'm sweet- not gonna feel bad Yeah, sometimes we just need a reset day. That's what we need. Like a big thing for me as well is if you are feeling one of those days where... Because I I found that I'm at my most happiest when I'm being a social butterfly and I'm surrounded by people. So what my brain does is when I'm feeling sad is it hits the self-destruct button and it goes, well, that's what you really... That's when you're at your happiest. Let's isolate you and make you super lonely and make you not want to speak to anyone. And now I literally... When I'm feeling like that, I force myself to call people and I'll go for a walk and or I'll read a book and I'll do anything but sit on social media. And honestly, it gets easier. It's it, it, it's actually an easier thing, but the hardest thing to just sit and scroll on social media and compare yeah. your life. But you end up making yourself feel worse
0: comparison yes, is the thief of joy
3: it really is so just don't do it just please just yeah
0: well I was, gonna I, ask you know, this, but... I was gonna ask like obviously we've been in this really weird situation now for well over a year with isolation yeah. and you know the virus and all that kind of stuff like what are your coping mechanisms like what's helped you get through this like complete shower of shiz as you said
3: yeah <laughs> A massive one, um, and it's something that I never thought would help because I am the type of person that would get an Uber round the corner. Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yes. I'm not a Very walker.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm not a walker. I am not a i do not like – well, I thought I didn't like walking. But taking my dog for a walk, even even in the rain, which sound, honestly, people that know us will be like – they're always like, you've changed. <laughs> because – there's something about just getting outside and going for a walk. I don't. I, it just blocks out the noise. It's a chance to not yeah. think, which I think sometimes we need. Like you said, allow yourself to not be thinking all the time. Like, and you know, and sometimes I, if anyone's seen us in my village, I do talk to my dog. I'll be like, "Wow, oh, that's a nice tree, isn't it, buddy?" <laughs> I mean, she's not answering back, but it does just make me feel so much better and I, sometimes I'll, if i am feeling you know a little bit down that day i'll go right we'll do a 10 minute walk and honestly before you know it i've done my ten thousand steps. steps yeah. it hasn't just been a 10 minute walk so and therapeutic that's, though it's so therapeutic <laughs> and samaritans are actually doing a samaritan in july yes. uh, where you can walk run jog um a full marathon I think it's like 26.2 miles but you don't have to do it in one go I won't be doing it in one go <laughs> I was going to say like I'm... <laughs> I've,
0: I've signed up for this and even the fact that the, when you just said I like, do it in one go my heart just dropped <laughs>
3: so... <laughs> no, I'm doing it gradually over July and um, but it's a really great way to you know raise money for Samaritans because obviously due to Covid a lot of the funding has stopped because there hasn't yep. been as many events um but as well it's just a nice way to help your own mental health by getting outside.
0: It is. And, you know, it's going to be, you know, throughout July where the restrictions will hopefully no longer be with us. So it's a chance to kind of, you know, see your friends again, see your family again, raise some yeah. money for an incredible cause. But the impact getting out into, you know, like nature, out into, I'm not out into the wild, but considering we've been caged for. Let's be feral.
3: Let's <laughs> yes. be feral, Let's go wild. Get back to our feral
0: roots. <laughs> um, you know, it's a chance to really you know do something for an incredible cause but also do something incredible for yourself like getting some fresh air socializing and you know because we're, we're not we're not this is this whole situation isn't natural
3: no. the
0: emotions that have kind of kicked off on the side of that they're natural you know you have every right to feel scared anxious whatever you might be feeling they're all human emotions but now's the chance to get out there and obviously if you want to join the team you're more than welcome scarlet I can't remember what my team's called. I think it's called the Wafflers or something, but you're more Is than it? welcome. Yeah.
3: Thank you. I'll be a Waffler.
0: See, I'm, you, I'm taking <laughs> this very seriously.
3: I'm going to start training.
0: I'm, literally, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. See,
3: yeah, I, I I, think I'm, yeah, me and my boyfriend do a lot of walking. I've got wellies. I've moved to a farm now.
0: Oh, so, very nice.
3: Yeah, so I'm like...
0: With animals? Oh,
3: yeah. Well, I want to get a couple of rescue donkeys. That's what I'd like to get. Nice.
0: Because there's a lot of,
3: there's a lot of, there's a lot of sad-looking donkeys around my way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to help them out. I want to help them out. But then Scott said I'll end up. Uh, he said when it rains, you'll not just be happy with them being in like a little stable. He said you'll want them in the house. <laughs> in <my>
0: house.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but if, if they're only little donkeys, they could come in the kitchen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah, but you see this, don't you? Like all those kind of stories of those people who bought those micro pigs. <laughs> they're like, sewn <gasps> them off on Instagram, and then like a week later, they're not so micro pigs. anymore. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Remember that? That was a huge, that was like a huge phase where everyone got a micro pig.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. I d- luckily, I didn't catch on to that trend.
0: <laughs> to be fair, though, I felt like if it happened in lockdown, I probably would have been one of those people. To buy a bit, I'm very lucky that I my sister was like practically begging to get a, like a dog because obviously I work from home now she was like yeah but I work in a school so now you can look after the dog you can train I was Aww. like no Gemma <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> so, you want a dog I you bet get a dog you look after it
3: <laughs> I bet the dog's your best friend now
0: oh no I, I resisted it's the one the one time I've actually like stuck to my guns oh, really? with my sister yeah everything else like yeah of course you can do this 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 and this <laughs> It's just us at home, oh. so it's yeah, she's
3: dogs Dogs are the I boy, her. honestly. I, I don't know what I'd have done without my little dog, <laughs> she's my bestie. Like I say, I have lots of conversations with her.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's like it's free therapy, it's the same as yeah, podcasts it for me, it saved me so much money. <laughs> it's great.
1: <laughs>
0: I there's, there's there was a, something that I wanted to ask you about and kind of get your advice on because. I've, I've had this feeling before, but I've never kind of heard it said out loud before. And you actually said it in one of your videos um, recently about kind of playing this character of being like, you know, happy all the time, like bubbly, like you kind of like portraying a character. Like, obviously I don't kind of understand it on the level that you're at, but you know, like in the French group, I'm always that one is like, oh, it's all right. You know, yeah, he's always laughing. He's always joking. But then it's kind of like a bit of a mask. Isn't
3: it? Yeah. I like, always say I think like the people who seem the happiest are sometimes the saddest because they know what it's like to feel sad and they don't want anybody else to. Yeah. And I think because we have been in that place before, you know, we we take it upon ourselves to lift everybody else's spirits. And the one thing I would say, I keep hearing this thing over and over again where it's like, you know, you've got to fill your cup up in order to help other people. You've got yeah. to make sure you that you're and I, I actually sort of disagree because when I've been at my lowest and I have helped friends who also have been low, yeah. it, it does ha- it does help. And you you I always say it's a bit like, you know, when you go to a restaurant, and you have a massive meal, but then you've always got you've always got that little stomach that's free for a dessert.
0: Oh yeah, always.
3: <laughs> I feel like you have always got that little extra part that can help others. Even if you're feeling too full of emotions yourself, you've always got (laughs) a little bit left. You've always got a little bit left. But we do need to be a bit more selfish, I think. I think there's something quite wonderful in us all talking about this and breaking stigma of of mental health and allowing ourselves to be selfish. I think you're like me, Taylor, and you sometimes feel guilty about being selfish and putting your own needs first. But we have to sometimes, and our friends and family still love us for it. No one True. judges. I think in our own heads. Again, I'm using all these metaphors today, but it's the same as when Are you, you on go fire to which, with these. I, I don't. Eat, I don't know what I mean. I think it's because <laughs> I have weight of X. I think it's you know when you go to the gym and you just assume everyone's staring at you. Yeah. You're like everyone's. No one is because everyone's looking at themselves. No one actually True. cares as much as we think. Which sounds awful, but it's true. Like, for sure, I can't just... see
0: when I go to gym because literally, like, yeah. the sweat is burning my eyes. I've never known pain <laughs> like it.
3: <laughs> no, but honestly, so I no couldn't one... if I
0: wanted to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no one cares though, do they? I think in our oh. heads, we build it up, but honestly, no, like, no one cares that you're, you're putting yourself first. Like, people just want you to be happy. Your friends and family genuinely care for your well-being. The yeah. sooner that you realise that, the better. It's took me a long time. It's took me a lot of years to realise that. But I'm definitely not playing as much of a part now because when I'm happy, I'm genuinely happy. And, you know, if I'm having an off day, I'll say to my friends, not feeling great today. Yeah, And then I don't have to perform and no one's judging.
0: But what I love about that, and it, it, again, like, I know, obviously, same because we're best friends now, so I do relate, and I'm glad you yeah. saw that in me. Yeah. But, like, having that conversation and saying, like, look, I'm not quite feeling it today, You're g- not only are you being honest about how you're feeling, you're giving that person that you're telling the confidence to be like, oh, okay, well, if they're not feeling it, I've got the confidence now to say, I'm not feeling it. And it's kind of like the ripple effect that how... Being honest and looking after yourself can actually have, and yeah, that's of I mean, so important.
3: It's so important. It's like mental health. Effectively, is having a bit of a, bo- a a a little bit of a broken brain. And if you broke your arm, you would never feel guilty about going. Guys, probably can't probably yeah. can't play tennis with you today <laughs> because I've got a broken arm. It's exactly the same if you're having an off day. You know, just honestly, just. It's the bravest thing. Like, I'm so proud of you already, you Taylor, and anybody listening that has openly ever said, "I'm not feeling great," because it's such a brave thing to do. You, you know, you can yeah. you stress about it all you day, can be and goosebumps. As as, oh, and as soon <laughs> as you see it, you're like, "Oh yeah, that wasn't that hard." But it's so it's so brave. I just I wish I could just give everyone a hug and say. I promise you there's light at the end of the tunnel because, honestly, if you could have been in my bedroom that day when I ran Samaritans and seen how low I was and my eyes all, like, glazed off from crying constantly. I don't even think I had any water left in my (laughs) teardrop to to where I am now, you know, being an ambassador for Samaritans and coming full circle. I promise you, if I can do it, then you 100% can.
0: And this is exactly why you were the perfect person to have a waffle with because Aww. it is <laughs> opening up, having a chat or a waffle, whatever it might be, the impact it can have is insane. It's changed my life quite clearly opening up and speaking to the Samaritans has you know turned yours around and yeah, so I, c- I can't stress how important this whole kind of opening up, talking about reaching out to the Samaritans, Supporting them because obviously the the work they're doing is insanely good.
3: Oh, it's amazing yeah. I would urge anybody if you have used mountains before or you know someone who has, even if you just don't have a takeaway one one week and donate that money and it helps. You know, twenty four seven the lines yeah. are running and the emails running and they just they are saving lives.
0: Scarlett, honestly, I've just had the thing pop up to say like your meeting will end in ten minutes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm too tight to pay for the full version. <laughs> but honestly, I've got I've there's so many much more. We could sit here and talk for hours about something. We'll have I mean, to have
3: a waffle again.
0: I would love we'll have to because I still again. I still need to have a chat to you about your podcast because it is literally one of the things that's kept me going through lockdown.
3: Oh, thank and you.
0: I've got a bit of a suggestion. Obviously, you okay. know you're out there trying to find the truth. This that, and the other. Yeah. Can you try and find out what happened to the bedding fields? yes please that's my only that's but like that's my only thing okay
3: because I love
0: the bedding fields and I just I just want what's best for them I just don't know where they've gone
3: (laughs) I will put that on the list I will put that on the list (laughs) thank you Taylor (laughs) I've thoroughly enjoyed this waffle
0: you're an absolute legend now and you are welcome back anytime
3: that you'll regret saying that I'll be there. I'll be like the postman. I'll be knocking. Even when you've got your headphones in, I'll be knocking.
0: Taylor. <laughs> this is me again. Like I'm on the, phone. on the phone. <laughs> you've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my incredible guest this week, the legendary Scarlett Moffat. Don't forget, if you've liked what you've heard, don't forget to give us a follow, a like, a rate, a subscribe, all of that. And I'll see you next week.
2: For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
0: You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.